0: you're listening to comedy central love sleep sleep great right round of applause for sleep if you love it (laughs) sleep is great just doing nothing while your brain defragments being awake is great being awake is awesome too like what orgasms and sushi but like (laughs) it's the transition I don't care for waking up right because you are ripped Ripped out of whatever your brain was doing to make you happy. Usually, I'm in a hot tub with a successful black actress while she gives me a back rub and I make puns on her name. They should call you Megan Good with your hands. And then... She looks at me and she's like... Eh, eh, eh...
1: That was Baron Vaughn who's got a brand new show coming out tomorrow night on Comedy Central at 11 o'clock. The New Negroes with Baron Vaughn and Open Mike Eagle and we're actually going to get Baron Vaughn on the phone a little bit later in the show. But first, welcome to the show, Stand Up with Chris DiStefano. Woo! And also, Nicole Boyce.
2: With Nicole Boyce. producer Nicole Boyce. Producer Nicole Boyce.
1: <laughs> well, this is a show, this is a podcast, I'm really excited about it. Comedy Central gave me an opportunity to come in here and just talk stand-up. There's absolutely no other yeah. podcast that specifically talk only about stand-up and play stand-up clips from the Comedy Central Library. Yeah. I mean, what else do you want in a podcast. The
2: perfect podcast, want, if I don't say so myself.
1: You, it's going to be interesting. You're going to laugh, even if you don't think me and you are funny. We're <laughs> going to play hilarious stand-up yeah. from the Comedy Central Stand-Up Library, which is the most extensive library. It's like fucking the library of Trinity College. <laughs> it's like that, except with People stand-up. People
2: do say that about Comedy Central Library. Yeah. It's, the,
1: it's the Trinity like College, that, Dublin. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Like that clip we just heard <laughs> was from 2013, from Yeah, Baron Vaughn's Half Hour.
1: Yeah, bro. 2013.
2: Extensive library.
1: People still have flip phones.
2: Yeah. Flip phones. Archaic.
1: Archaic. <laughs> I I'm sorry that started out. I cut my gums with my toothbrush today, like an idiot. Now my gums are swollen. Oh Stupid no! Gums. I'm sorry. No, it's fine.
2: We'll get a We'll get a sponsor that fixes gums for you.
1: I'm really excited to talk to Baron. I am too yeah he's the most i'm telling you he's one of the most talented guys i've ever seen in my life he's like one of those guys who can do anything
2: before we call baron do you want to explain what we're going to do on this podcast so we're going to listen we're going to talk about stand-up
1: we're going to listen we're going to talk we're about gonna stand-up. call stand-ups we're going to call yes we're going to call stand-ups we're, that's crazy that we're actually <laughs> going to call stand-ups yeah and get like really big, this is new york city yeah we're going to get like really big stand-ups yeah yeah, yeah. to like call into the show yeah. And talk to us about stand up. Yeah. Genuinely, there's no other podcast like no. this. It's no. so. We're the new Mark Marin, bitches.
2: <laughs> Watch out, Mark. <laughs>
1: that's, <laughs> that's Coming gonna, for you. <laughs> he's going to call into the show. Yeah. We'll get Mark Marin into Let's the show. Do I don't fucking care. We'll get everybody.
2: <laughs> okay, we actually have Baron Vaughn calling in right now. Oh, right you now? Ready? Oh, my God, I'm going to pee. <laughs> hello? Uh,
0: hello, is this Nicole Boyce?
2: It is. Is this Baron Vaughn? It is. Hey, Baron. I'm here with Chloe from Comedy Central, and also Chris Stefano. Chloe, do you want to say anything before we begin?
3: Yeah, I mean, thanks so much for taking the time to do this. We'll just sort of throw it to you and Chris. Um, do you have any questions or anything before we get into it?
0: Um, yeah, what's the meaning of life? Mm-hmm. But we'll get into that some other day.
3: Well, the good news is we've carved out a solid 10 minutes of your time, so hopefully we should be able to get to the bottom of that.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
3: Before you Perfect. hang up.
1: What's up, Baron? It's Great. Chris Stefano.
0: <laughs> Mr. Yes, Estefano.
1: Mr. Chris Destefano. Stefano, how you doing, brother?
0: Uh, I'm doing okay. Just um, you know, living life, and life is living me back. <laughs> if that Dude, makes any sense?
1: I, I mean, first of all, you know, I I, pre, I echo what Chloe said. Thank you for doing the show. Um, the meaning of life, man. To be honest, I don't know. For me now, the meaning of of extending life for me is going to be <clears> cutting <throat> out meat and dairy because I have high cholesterol, high blood pressure. So, that's unfortunately, I can't do any more meats and cheeses. How's your health? You got a
0: good heart? Um, I have a great heart, but I have bad health. What? <laughs> so, tell us about your health issues. Well, I'm allergic to everything now. I didn't start th- that way. About 26-ish, I got allergic. I became allergic to dairy, um, and then a couple years ago, I became allergic to gluten and peanuts. And it's I was just add really you think that's cuz you live in LA? i think it was because of mold i lived at a place in queens that i had mold and then i had mold in la yeah and well, it just no, like wrecked my immune system
1: no mold anymore baby the new need the, the new need the new negroes with baron vaughn and open mike eagle i'm so white i it my brain won't even let me say it you could not <laughs> even get it out bro because i look like an undercover cop that's the thing i'm a good white guy but i have a bad white look so so to say the new negroes with baron vaughn and open mike eagle uh, April 19th, 11 o'clock, Comedy Central. So there's going to be no more mold in your apartment, Cuz, because you got your own show now, baby. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to, I guess, buy a place or yeah. uh, get a place that at least doesn't have any mold in it looking at me in the face when I walk in the door.
1: Bro, season two, you got to get me on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. Come I'll on, dude. Best. You know, whatever. We can fudge your tight a little bit. Whatever. I will, I'll come through. I'm fun. I'm cool. Um, I'll have to
0: typecast you so you'll be another cover cop.
1: Bro, you know what I love about the show because I actually did watch it. I'm not. It's not like one of those things where like you know they send it to you and like I play pretend. Like I actually watched it because I've always been a fan of your comedy. I was telling them before. I I, the first time I met you it was at um, under uh, St. Mark's Theater in uh, in the city. Oh my uh, goodness! Yeah, East Village. because like, when I started comedy in like 2009, 2010, you were just going out to L. A. Or you were very you went out to L. A. Like around that time. But I remember seeing yeah. you and you just fucking crushed. I was like, who is that oh. guy? And then he was like, Baron Vaughn. I was like, wow, what a medieval name. Baron- <laughs> it's like a king's name. Yeah, but I always like, oh, and I've always followed you, man. So, yeah, it's cool.
0: Oh, I appreciate that, Chris. Wow, under St. Mark's. That's a blast from the past. Hell,
1: yeah. It's got, I wonder if it's still there. I, it's probably that's still there. That's my question. Nah, I don't think it is. Maybe that's where you got the mold. That place was uh,
0: gross. Yeah, that's right. It attached itself to my Nikes, and I tracked it home.
1: You know what I loved about the show too is, you know, the stand up and music and I I can't how was uh how was it how was Method Man? (laughs) Sorry. I
0: personally didn't get to meet Method Man. What? Um, yeah, I was I had I couldn't be at that video shoot that day. I was really upset about it because it's Method Man. Uh, but as as all the reports I got back said he's a fantastic person. Everyone everyone loved him.
1: Dude, I just bought Wu Tang socks today on Amazon. I love Wu Tang. (laughs)
0: That is, that is such a 2019 phrase. I bought Wu-Tang socks on Amazon. Fuck. That's incredible.
1: Dude, Mike, our, our co-host, Nicole Boyce, who you talked to earlier, has had never heard of Big Pun. How nuts of a <laughs> life does this girl have that she's never heard of Big Pun? She's 23 years old. Well,
0: it kind of makes sense. I mean, you know, things are changing Thank you. so quickly. Thank you. There's there's someone that's at the top of the that was on the top of the charts 2 years ago that I'm sure she has never heard of.
1: Uh, well, yeah, but she's never big pun and she's never seen the movie Kids. I
0: mean, isn't oh, that mind-blowing? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, things are moving at a r- ridiculous clip so nicole i don't know get on that obviously you're upsetting chris you to do something about
1: that. <laughs> i mean you don't want to upset chrissy undercover cop face <laughs> um you you're know what cover i've se- uh, you know like i said i watched i watched the pilot episode because you know they sent it to me in house chrissy comedy central but for the people who obviously you know haven't seen it yet because just coming out can you explain the concept of the show
0: yeah, um, well, it's a stand-up showcase that has some music in it. You know, we kind of lean a little bit more into variety. Myself and Open Mike Eagle host it. Every episode has a bit of a, you know, a theme. We kind of unpack it a little bit with kind of vaudeville style. I would say host bits. Uh, then we have three comics, and at the end of every episode, there's a music video where Mike has collaborated with uh, another artist to create original song that also that also kind of extends on whatever the theme of the episode was. Like you mentioned Method Man. Method Man's one of the fantastic guests we were fortunate to get. We also got people like Fonte, Danny Brown, Lizzo, and Doom.
1: See, it's like, but like, just you like even explaining it's like, yeah, that's a TV show. It's like I've had four pilots and none of them make it. And it's like, obviously, I fucking know why you just laid out a TV show. That's a perfect idea. That's a great show. That's very watchable where I just come up and I'm like, I don't know what my show to be about, but I know it will be funny. They're like, shut up. <laughs> Pass. Well, you got like a you know- well thought
0: out, great show. Well, that's what uh, that's you know this show is also doing that kind of thing you know you don't know what this is about but it's funny right
1: yeah dude and I loved it yeah the music video concept I wish I could be a musician I just really I can't sing at all I can't sing I can't dance um, but you seem I you sang an intro I saw you sing somebody's intro I think it was um, Chris Red's intro on the episode I watched and you got nice pipes
0: <laughs> well Chris I have been on Broadway I don't mean to you know yeah. brag. But uh, I've done it. I've done it all. Yeah, you're one of those guys. Like it's just like
1: it's one of you're like you're so talented. It's annoying, you know. Like where you're like, what What does this guy not? What's wrong with him? Like, do you have like one leg longer than the other? Like, what's your imperfection? Because the life's about balance. And I know that. Because right now it's like every time I'm like, yeah, this Baron could just do. He could do anything. Like, you know Mateo Lane? Do you know the kid? Yes. So Mateo Lane's another guy who could just do anything. He could sing, dance. He's freaking jacked. He can write. Yeah. You know, he can yeah. draw. I'm like, so what's your problem? Do you have any problems, <laughs> well, Baron? Tell us your uh, issues. We know they got the mold. <laughs> we
0: know you got gluten allergies. Um, well, nothing but emotional problems, but uh, yeah, the allergies are the thing that really messes me up, man. I mean, like I said, I wasn't born with these. I didn't know that you could just develop them as you get older. Um, but that is the case. And allergies are weird because literally no one knows why they happen. I know, it's just your it,
1: immune system you're it keeps getting tricked and it's just beating the shit out of yourself. Basically. Dude, I started taking C B D oil C B D oil might help. Oh you're you ta- did? Yeah, that
0: helps. Um, I'm kind of allergic to certain strains of weed.
1: Oh my god. So here we go. Finally we found we found the problem with you. <laughs> Being allergic to weed. But this is what happens when you're too perfect at everything else, God's like, well, you know what? Now I'm going to make you allergic
0: to weed. It's it's only certain strains. It's very strange. I think it's actually a, a, a pollen allergy Oh is yeah. what it is because it is a flower. Am I right?
1: It's right. <laughs> and you just had a baby too, right? I did. But I have a second one on the way. Wow. Congrats. I have a three-year-old daughter myself. Do you have a boy or a girl?
0: I have a boy, and we're going to have another boy, Um, which is kind of insane. My wife is going to be raising two boys and one man. kind of incredible uh yeah we we decided to have a second kid and it was a conversation that contained the phrase babe do you hate sleep yeah we uh we decided we did and we needed to you know (laughs) we needed to stick it to sleep so we're having a second kid
1: well congrats man 2019's your year the new negroes with baron vaughn and open mike eagle starts tomorrow april 19th 11 o'clock comedy central bv you're the man brother thank you for coming on hey
0: back at you chris thanks a lot for having
1: me all right bud that was Baron Vaughn What a great guy
2: I love him I told you Great call
1: He's the best Great call laid Great
2: first call Chris
1: Great first call Laid out the show perfectly Like I get why He has his own show Yeah It's obvious Yeah yeah Um, So great Yeah check out The New Negroes With Baron Vaughn And Open Mike Eagle Starts tomorrow night Comedy Central 11pm Um, I want to keep Can't Playing stand up That's yeah, what I want to do now let's get
2: into it wanna We do- love stand up
3: here Let's play it
1: You got uh, Joe Firestone right I got a Joe Firestone
2: clip for Another us Another
1: one I love Let's hit it
3: I, do, I, I've, I Well, I guess you can surmise that I've had a lot of boyfriends. I've had so many boyfriends. Anyone had a lot of boyfriends? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the thing is, it's like if you had some boyfriends and it didn't work out, it's probably their fault. It's a, they, they're the bad ones. But it's like if you've had a lot of boyfriends and it didn't work out, it's your fault. It's you. You're the one. It's the problem. And, uh, like, I've had so many boyfriends and, like, The first boyfriend I had, it was in fifth grade, and his name was Brad, but yet he couldn't say his R, so everybody called him Brad. And uh, he was so cute. He had hair in the shape of a bowl. And uh, he was so cute, and we would go out, and then every Friday afternoon after school, he'd call me on the phone, and he'd be like, hello, is Joanna there, please? And I'd be like, this is she. And uh, he'd be like, Joanna, you're dumped and I'd be like no <laughs> oh no and then the weekend would be devastating I'd be like I can't believe I'm single again what am I gonna do it's like I'm out there but it's like and then Monday would come around and he'd be like you wanna get back together and I'd be like yeah and then we'd have five days of bliss five days of bliss in the schoolyard in the classroom it'd be wonderful and then Friday afternoon would come around again I'd get the call you dumped it was it's it was heartbreaking. And now I got that little boy's voice in my head whenever I do something that involves rejection. Or <laughs> it's like I get fired from a job. It's like, Joanna, you're dumped. <laughs> like I do a bad joke. It's like, you're dumped. <laughs> like I throw up in the back of a taxi cab. You're dumped, you're dumped, you're dumped. <laughs> it's rough. It's always there. It's always there.
1: Yeah, Joe Firestone, you're dumped. That was from her album, The Hits. I like Joe. She's, you know, she recorded that at Union Hall. You ever been to Union Hall?
2: Yes, I have. That
1: place is haunted.
2: It is. There's that painting.
1: Yeah, it's 100% haunted. By who? Um, I don't know. Probably just an older white woman. <laughs> who else haunts?
2: In Park Slope especially. That, oh my God, yeah. That is yeah. the demo for ghosts. Park Slope.
1: Like, I used to live in Park Slope. It mm-hmm. was good there. But you moved. I moved to Bay Ridge now. Now I live in like an old school, classic Brooklyn neighborhood, which has got, you know, it's positives and negatives. It's like, you know, some of the opinions, I'm like, Jesus Christ, shut up, you know, but then some of the, you know, but then it's also good because, you know, listen, let's be honest. I mean, listen, Park Slope was good. It was good, but it's like, you know, everything biodegradable. You just feel like a fucking terrorist if you, you know, if you use a paper straw, I mean, if you use a plastic straw Uh or if, you know, I just feel like everybody's just mad there. Do you feel that way with any of those neighborhoods?
2: I like to recycle.
1: You do like... I like to recycle. I want to save the dolphins. What hey, do you save when you recycle?
2: Wrong. Yeah, Dolphins, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, No, I, I save shit. I always cut up know? the
2: canned things. Do you cut up...
1: Dude, let me tell you one Yo, thing. Yeah, I go all in. Here's You know what's funny about... See, here's the thing. Here's, the th- here's what I've noticed. See, in a neighborhood like Bay Ridge, in a more old school Brooklyn neighborhood, there's like a lot of like... People don't really, it's not about, I mean, people are PC and stuff, but it's not really about that. It's like, we're just being honest here, right? Mm -hmm. In Park Slope, Mm -hmm. it's different. Mm -hmm. It's very much like nobody really ever talks back. And there was a situation once, my kid's mom, she's like a real deal Puerto Rican woman from Brooklyn. Like Uh just real deal Sunset Park, like that's where the Puerto Ricans, like she's like real deal old school New York. She doesn't take shit from anybody. And we were in an elevator when we lived in Park Slope. And- Um, We were coming down and my daughter was like seven or eight months old and she had a pacifier in her mouth Mm -hmm. Which I guess is like too long. So this Park Slope like woman got in and she was like ooh pacifier It's a little ooh Really? How old is she really like have you read the literature and my kids mom hit the emergency brake on the elevator? (laughs) In between the second and third floor and was like say it again. What do you want to say?
2: Oh, my. She was like, do you have a
1: problem with my daughter's pacifier?
2: Oh, my God. Like
1: that. And then the lady was like, um, this is going to be, you could cause a fire by hitting the emergency break. was like, do me a favor. Don't talk to my fucking daughter again. And then hit the break. And then we got out in the that lobby. Was so scary. Yeah. So it's like, that's. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> I mean, like, which is like you know another you know if that was if she was from Park Slope she would have just you know internalized and I don't know fucking drank a kale smoothie and yeah. wrote a blog but instead is, the yes. emergency brake was hit. and then shit got real it's funny to see when shit gets real for people when it's like um
2: what their threshold
1: is well yeah it's like you know like someone has like road rage Mm -hmm. you know and it's like giving people the finger and honking but then somebody puts the car in park and gets out of the car Mm -hmm. and then they speed away they're like bye it's like that (laughs) yeah no so bay ridge is a little bit more but there's positives and negatives that's like you know shit can't be too fucking real all the time gotta live in reality two feet in the your person Here's what I know about you, Nicole. Mm-hmm. You're a person that you mm-hmm. got two feet in reality. And I don't know how, because normally, you know, a younger per- from Los Angeles, normally, you know, you think like you think like a utopian society can exist. Yes. But you seem to how, where is that coming from? How are you so real? Because I feel the vibe. Just, what what does your parents do? <laughs> Was your, what did your dad do? Was he in the
2: coal miners? Was he a
1: coal miner? <laughs> yeah, were they real people no, like that? No. They weren't like teachers or something? Teachers, yeah. They were teachers. My mom's a teacher, yeah. Interesting, but your yes. mom's a teacher? Yes. See, that's interesting. Yes.
2: Wow. So fucking grounded. Grounded, no, but I'm your mom's grounded. a. Te-
1: yeah, what kind? What did she teach, though? Not college. No. Like oh little God. kids.
2: She used to teach uh, both kids that spoke Spanish and English. Like, there you go. In the same class.
1: Bilingual. Yes. My kid can yes. speak English, Spanish, and Chinese so far. She's three. Chinese? She speaks, she says, She was at first it just started, she was saying Happy New Year in Chinese. She was just saying something. As one does. But now she just goes on these play dates with these Chinese kids and she comes back and she knows legit Chinese words. And she goes to a school where they teach Chinese because there's a lot of Chinese people in Bay Ridge. So it's very, you know.
2: That could be it's good. M- more could be good. That is more, great. It, it, it is good.
1: It's great.
2: Um, speaking of kids. Okay. This next clip.
1: No, you want to do an. Who are we doing now?
2: Up next, we got Kumail Nanjiani.
4: Kumail Nanjiani
2: from his album Mail 2013. Sick. Yeah, great year.
4: Play it. You guys are nice. I'll tell you a personal story. I'll tell you about the first time I remember crying. Okay. I was. Why are you laughing already? You just pictured a little Pakistani boy crying, and that was humorous to you. <laughs> We're not at the. All right. I was, uh, first time I remember crying, I was five years old. It's not the first time I cried. That would have been fucking terrifying for my parents. If I hadn't cried till I was five, people would ask my parents, like, oh, how's Kamel? Oh, he's great. He's four. He hasn't cried yet. Pretty sure he can't feel sadness. That's some serial killer shit, right? He just sits there, like, where is the cat? Bring me the cat. <laughs> First memory of crying, I was watching an uh, ugly duckling. Oh, yeah. All these pretty ducklings are so mean to this one ugly duck. And I felt like an ugly duckling as a kid, you know. I remember just like bawling, like just crying, tears down my face, just like hiccuping from crying. Went to my mom for comfort and to make me feel better. My mom didn't say, you know, beauty on the outside does not matter, Kamel. It's beauty on the inside that makes a person. She didn't say that. To make me feel better, my mom was like, ducks can't talk! <laughs> also, these ducks don't even exist. Look at that. Someone clearly just drew that, Kamel. Stop crying. They're not real. Awful way to handle that. Great. Kumail, see? What's your story?
1: Kamel's just the best. Yes, he is. He so my story was with him is I was taking a class at Gotham Comedy Club, um, <laughs> so that's how I started comedy. In two thousand nine, yeah. I started taking class at Gotham Comedy Club, and the instruct I remember it was we were Sundays at four was the class, mm-hmm. and the very first class I went to. It was a Sunday at four, and then right after the class, I went to an open mic. It was my first open mic. Oh, crazy! But during the class, yeah. he was like, our teacher was like, "You like um, a common mistake that comedians do. Mm-hmm. New comedians mm-hmm. will." try to just be funny for the room like they'll just try to make the open mic laugh and you're never going to make it like that if you want to have a career like me you know t- him talking about himself like you have to write jokes mm-hmm. and all this stuff right mm-hmm. higher stuff it's like all right you're teaching fucking comedy class shut up <laughs> just fucking tell me you know what i mean tell me to hold the mic like yeah i know anyway on his I'll high on. on his high horse he's saying all this do not never talk about the open mic just don't do it you will not make it so two hours later I go to the open mic, Mm -hmm. Kumail's there. And I was brand new at comedy. I never heard of Kumail. Everybody knew, you know, he actually wasn't even well known yet, but like the comedians knew him. Yeah. Um, And all he killed for five minutes just making fun of the open micers, just Uh making fun of the room, making fun of every open micers, like specific jokes, like, you know, calling people losers because wherever they lived or just whatever. Like he was being funny with his friends and it was amazing and entertaining. And then I told that story the next Sunday because they were like, Uh that's very comedy experiences. I was like, you know, I saw this guy. And all he did was make fun of the open mic, and it was great. And he was like, I guarantee you that guy will never make it. Oh, he shit. He fucking hosted SNL, you dummy.
2: Look where he is Yeah, look now. where he is. I, I wish, Yeah,
1: because I wish I could say the guy's name, but I can't because he's just an idiot. But it's like, yeah. fuck that guy. That's so cool. You don't cool. know what you're talking about.
2: How long did you take that class for?
1: Eight weeks. Nice. It was great. That's a Eight weeks. Class. How about this? Eight weeks
2: uh-huh.
1: I took the class, and then on the eighth week or the ninth week, whatever, you have like a live show, like your first real show. Oh, and like, shit. you know, it's like a Tuesday. It's like basically a bringer show, you know I mean? Yeah. Which is like yeah, yeah. people who are like, don't know comedy. It's like initially to get on stage, you have to just bring people to yeah. get time on stage. That's just how it works. It's the only real way, but you know, took this class mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, basically you take the class, you pay whatever it is, $400, so you know, it's, it's good for the club. And then, you know, they tell you the more people you bring to your graduation show, the mm-hmm. better it is going to be for you and blah, 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 mm-hmm. which is kind of true. But it's also like they just want the money. They yes, want a yes. pack club. I Drink get it. Drink tickets. It's, it's a business yeah. thing. Anyway, I brought like 90 people. <laughs> like what? I just brought everybody I've ever known, like uh-huh. my high school, my neighborhood, like everybody. I just uh-huh. came out. So they put me on last. And they like phrases like because you're the strongest comic. It's like, no, it's because I brought the most people and you don't want me to go on any earlier because you don't want my people to leave. It's like, I know what, uh, like, so many people in entertainment just want to lie to you. And it's like, just shut the fuck, I wish that he would have just been like, here's why you're going last, you suck, you've been doing comedy, this is the seventh time you've ever been on stage, you suck, but you're going to go last uh-huh. because you brought 90 people and this is a business. Uh-huh. And that would have helped me a lot, you know, because instead, like, you get this, infl- it's easy to get, like, an inflated ego when it's like, this is not true, this, uh-huh. is- there's, you know, so anyway. I'm about to go on next, like I'm legit going on next, and I was 24 at the time, so I was just, you know, just being, I was thought who I, not thought who I was, but I was was very immature and not really paying attention to relationships, but anyway, I was dating, she wasn't there, my girlfriend at the time, I was dating for like, not that long, like six months, but Uh I cheated on her a week before, and she texted me. I know you cheated on me with, and then the name. As I'm like next, oh, so now my first no. time ever on stage, a real show. Ninety people there that no. I all brought three hundred people in the audience. Yeah, it's the show's been on for two hours, so like people just want to go. Yeah, and I'm fucking like, oh my god, and then but it was a lesson because it was like. I kind of actually did have, for my first time ever, a relatively good set.
2: Yeah.
1: uh, Relatively, because I learned right there to like just be in the moment. Because, like, I can't open with my first hack bullshit joke about being an altar boy and getting molested. Like, whatever hack joke comedians do in the beginning. Uh I was like, yeah, my girlfriend just told me, I just got caught cheating. My girlfriend just texted me and it's my first show. So, hi, dad. Huge laugh.
0: (laughs) You know? Uh (laughs) You know? So it
1: was like, and then I was just like, okay. And then I did it. But that's like, I don't know. Don't cheat on your girlfriend. Well, you can, but not during your first show. Don't do that shit. Don't get caught during your first show ever. So.
2: That advice and more.
1: How many times are you getting up a week? how many times? Stand up. How many times a week are you doing stand up? Not enough. You got to do it every Chris, night, babe. I know. You got to. Well, I
2: do a lot of writing too. That's so good. That takes up most well, of the time.
1: What, what do you want to be? Do you want to be stand up? Do you want to be a writer? What do? You, I what's? Don't know. What's your goal? I
2: just want to host this podcast with you for realsies? I just. love- We could do
1: that, dude. Are you We're kidding doing me? It right now, <laughs> bro. Fucking, the amount of money that people make just doing podcasts is insane.
2: I love podcasts.
1: It's like, you know, like now everyone's agent, every agency now just has a podcast division. Like, you need it. I mean, Rogan's making $40 million a year, and he's the biggest one.
2: And we're going to get there. We're going to get there.
1: (laughs) It's like, that's what I want. When I, my my special, Size 38 Waist, came out on Comedy (laughs) Central, my first hour special. And my shows, I'm not, you know, I would sell tickets, but like now it's like my shows are selling out yeah. and it's because, you know, the special came out, uh-huh. but, the, but then when I promoted this special on podcasts, people are listening. So it's like you go on a podcast, like I did Bert Kreischer's podcast and Theo Vaughn's podcast sick, and sick. Guys We Fucked and all these podcasts. And like, I was like, Hey, I have this special out, Comedy Central. So it's like, you see it happen. Like mm-hmm. you go on the podcast, that's where the people are listening. Then they go watch the special. Then they come to the show. So it's like what we're doing now is just like so 2019. But we got to get on Twitch. I think that's the next thing. I would you love get on, Twitch? To get on Twitch
2: with you. We yeah, do Twitch that shit. would be sick. That's what all these
1: kids are. Twitch. I feel like Facebook's kind of dying. Twitter, nobody cares. It's about Instagram and Twitch and Twitch. Kind of TikTok. Oh, and TikTok.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's, I love some, TikTok. there's all
1: these new things. It's a wild world we live in. We, yeah. can, you know, and podcasts, It's like great because like we can just talk to the people.
2: This is you it. know and that's let what, them decide. That's it's why like we It's like some bane shit. Bane?
1: Bane. You know, like Bane was like in Batman. He was like, the people. I give you back Do the shit. Do the impression.
2: It's your the impression.
1: Okay. I give the shit back to the people. Like that.
2: I'm oh like, Bane just walked into yeah, the room. Yeah, dude. I'm legit oh Tom God. Hardy. Wow.
1: I've jerked off to Tom Hardy. I'm going to be on record and say that. <laughs> He's popped in and I haven't minded. The guy's a fucking hottie with the body, but he is short. That's the thing. <laughs> If you're a short guy, it kind of doesn't negate your hotness. What do you think, Nicole?
2: Do I like short men?
1: Yeah. Let's just play. Let's just. Yeah. Because short women, it's like, you know, a woman could be whatever height, but like a short guy, it's like, what are you doing?
2: I prefer a tall man, I guess. You'd
1: be a tall guy. If
2: I had to choose.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I guess. I guess.
2: That's just other problems are there already. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's not my concern is their height.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Oh god, you love a good short guy.
2: Um, oh. I wrote some segments for us. What do you, really? Do you want to do a segment,
1: Nicole? Yeah, throw it at me. What's the segment? Well, we can I, choose. Can we just do all of them, or we got to just choose one for time?
2: Okay, how about we do joke setup or music lyric?
1: Joke setup or music lyric. So what are you saying? Is, you're gonna- so
2: I'm going to read you a line, and then you're going to guess whether it's a, from a joke. So-
1: or music From a music but this, From a music <laughs> From a music Okay But it's real Like the, the, the real. there is, There is an answer Yeah There is a we, objective answer
2: Yes absolutely. Okay cool Or well, right, we could fine. do that Or we could do bad comedian advice You give me advice
1: Okay but it's bad You want me to give you bad advice Or, or like real advice. advice
2: Just good advice Like uh, this is a stand up podcast So like people like want Like real advice.
1: actual advice
2: Yeah Okay and kind of just did that
1: Yeah I, oh, yeah, I kind of did that okay. I kind of did that segment Checked off Okay cool
2: Or, a work- or you could workshop a new bit Chris, uh, it's up to you.
1: Workshop a new bit.
2: <laughs> I am your humble <laughs> producer.
1: Let's see.
2: Why don't you workshop one?
1: The elevator story I just told could be a new bit. Yeah. That yeah. actually can be a bit. Yeah. It actually yes. should be a bit. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of kind of worked. That actually, I'm gonna. That, that I'm gonna do that tonight on stage. Yes. yes. Yeah. So play that game. The, the lyric one? The lyric one. Yeah, do the lyric one cuz I kind of okay. look at that. I'm a segment. I'm Chrissy Segments. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> We're fucking crushing it. Man. Yeah.
1: We got good chemistry.
2: Yeah. It's fucking
1: great. Let's go get some quinoa.
2: <laughs> now you're talking. To me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um so joke joke setup or song lyric? Okay. okay. Um crashed on the floor when I just moved in this little bungalow along with some strange new friends. <laughs> I
1: know it. Say it again. Read one more time.
2: Crashed on the floor when I moved in, this little bungalow with some strange new friends.
1: Joe Firestone bit. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, it's, um, Matchbox 20 song? You don't song? have to guess the person.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, you think it's a song or a joke? One more time. Crashed on the floor when I moved in, this little bungalow with some strange new friends.
1: I think it's music. Yes. Who is it?
2: Vanessa Carlton.
1: <laughs> wow, well, I love Vanessa Carlton. How do I? I can't believe I didn't know that.
2: Thousand Miles fan. Yeah.
1: yeah. You got another one.
2: I got a bunch.
1: Yeah, let me get one more. You want one? This is a fun game.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, I took a donut jelly filled.
1: Took a donut jelly filled. <laughs> that's uh, I, that's a stand-up bit. By. Bert Kreischer. Sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who is it?
2: It's a no effects. I was hoping you were going to guess it's Jim Gaffigan because oh. it was Donuts.
1: Oh, yeah, but it wasn't Jim. But it's it a was, song. It
2: was a song. Oh, okay. Called Cops and Donuts by no effects. We don't have to ever do this segment again.
1: No, let's just do one more. <laughs> I'm going to do one, one more. Let's more? see if there's some magic. If not, if this one doesn't pop, then it, the segment's out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I get ready. I get all dressed up, but to go nowhere in particular.
1: I get ready. I get all dressed up, but to go nowhere in particular. That sounds like that. Who is that? Like a Mark Marin bit? No, it's another song. Oh my God! I think I why did you songs. just? Yeah, why don't you? Why does the <laughs> game should just be? We read Chris song lyrics, <laughs> and then he downloads them on his iTunes. Can you do that game? Can you do that thing where like you can say like five sneaker brands or something like without without saying um, like just right away, where it's like
2: you want me Nike, to do that Fila. Now?
1: N- yeah. Well now I just fucked up. Now I'm out. out, because I started and then but you cut me come okay, go, so you we'll go change go, you go, you go. No, ask me something different. Ask me, you know, five something and I have to say them without five, five cereals without saying um. Rice Krispie, apple jacks, corn flakes, <laughs>
0: fucking shit. <laughs> <You know what? laughs>
1: it's hard. Okay. Um five uh I'm gonna ask you now, Nicole. What yeah. five um what do you what do you love? What's something you love? Uh, fruit. If you love fruit, five, five fruits and/or vegetables in a row. Go now.
2: Apple, tomato, carrot, grape, pumpkin.
1: I you almost got <laughs> disqualified. It was almost. It was a half a second too long. But because it's the first episode, I'm going to give you.
2: Thank you so much. Okay. Chris. Should we? All right, play? one more. Can we just do one, one more? more? Just just ask me. Five one. car brands.
1: Mazda, Mitsubishi, Toyota, Jeeps. <laughs> Fuck! <that's sick.
2: laughs> it's so hard. I think this is the segment. This, this is the segment. Just retarded. ask me five things in a row, and I can't say um. Don't but do it in one
1: breath. no, yeah. no, that's the game. You have to do it in one breath.
2: Oh, that's
3: that's not what the game.
1: I did. Yeah, you were taking your sweet-ass time. I didn't know
3: that was a rule. Oh, My God. My God.
1: Um, our first fight.
3: Can
1: you name five comedians in a row? Five comedians in a row. That, that is, is a good. Five weird. comedians in a row that have not previously been mentioned. And it can't be Dan Soder, Sal Vulcano, Giannis Papas, Michael Costa, Roy Wood Jr. What? Yes. <laughs> what? No women. No. Oh no women. No yeah. women. yeah. Oh god. Ga- no. Boo. Patriarchy. Boo. Ill. Well, sure. We girls play our final are I you, heard you're a girl girl you have gastroesophageal reflux disease? Who has GERD? Oh, somebody oh, was Oh, it wasn't you. I thought it was you, you have a GERD girl. Got me confused. Yeah. All right. Well, I
2: can be. Take your Prilosec, kids. Take. take your
1: antiacids. GERD, GERD, GERD. good, good. Um if, we, if this podcast doesn't get sponsored by a GERD medication, I don't know why the fuck I'm doing it. Because I'm trying to get those free GERD pills. Your boy just wants to have no heartburn for a day.
2: Is that so much to ask?
1: Is that so much to ask? I mean, somebody sponsored this podcast that has some type of acid, you know, Medicaid, you know relief some type of ant reflux relief that'd be a good sponsor for the podcast yes
2: I'll ask or the new someone. thing is blue
1: chews now that's what everyone's taking except for well not everybody but people are now it's like Water, the blue it's Juice. like Viagra but it's a blue chew everyone on podcast is my boy Patty Fly Balls takes blue chews and drinks
2: you can't drink when you take that stuff
1: no well you no but I mean he takes them like he feels like he gets a buzz mm. off a of blue chew what? do you know what I'm trying to say
2: they did that in Sex in the City yeah oh really Samantha did that yes
1: interesting yeah interesting one of my friends, when we were in Denver a couple of weeks ago, Where's my home? other boy, he had a, he took like a for real Viagra because he he was like thought he was like setting it up with a girl, uh-huh. and then she at the last minute canceled, but he had already taken the pill, so he just walked around Denver full wood. Uh- he just uh-huh. had to keep tucking, and it gets painful after a while. Like it's very painful. Does it? Yeah, well, I don't know. I've never taken one, but you I get- will. I'm going to take one live on this podcast.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me too
1: Hashtag me too Alright go ahead
2: Yes okay So this final final, (laughs) This is the
1: boner thing Alright whatever Just play the clip Hannibal Buress You can't I can't get fired (laughs) It's a podcast You can say whatever you want Oh Hannibal Buress This guy's a fucking legend Yes he is Story before or after What do you think's better Story after Alright fine Go play the bit
5: (laughs) On October 30th 2011 I had the darkest day of my life I had to take a shit on a plane It was horrible (laughs) I never had that happen to me. 16 years of flying, never shot on a plane. Went through so many emotions. First was anger. Damn, I got to shit on a the plane! Then it was denial. I'm not shitting on this plane. Then it was sadness. I got to shit on a the plane. Then it was acceptance. Hey, I guess I got to shit on this plane. Then it was happiness. Yo, I'm shitting the sky! I went through a lot. That. That poop joke is for the DVD. That's not gonna make television at all. I was on a flight from Atlanta back to New York. Former President Jimmy Carter was on the same flight as me. Before the flight took off, he walked through and shook everybody's hand that was on board. Yo, are you running for president of this flight? Assume everybody wants to meet you. Weren't you a one-term president? You are bad at your job. And why are you flying commercial? <laughs> so many questions for Jimmy Carter. I also shook his hand because it seemed like the right thing to do. I didn't want to mess up his handshake and flow that he seemed to be in. Who knows, I don't shake his hand. He goes in the shot, passes out right there on the spot. Now we're super delayed. <laughs> but I should have just fist bumped him because I was sitting in 34D. So by the time he got to me, that means he had 30 plus rows of nasty, gross shit from around the world on his hands. Who knows what the person in 1A was doing with his hands. 1A could have been touching on his travel balls. He had a layover. It's all weird. 2A has bomb water on his hands. 2B has bomb juice on her hands. On and on and on, there's 30-plus rows of nasty shit Jimmy Carter had on his hands when he touched mine with your hand sanitizer, Jimmy Carter, because you do this every flight, and you know it, Jimmy Carter. You should be prepared. He had three Secret Service agents with him. Why? Nobody's trying to murder Jimmy Carter. Who's plotting that out? We have to kill 80-year-old former president Jimmy Carter. Like, hey, man, why don't we just let time kill Jimmy Carter? replied his level-headed co-conspirator. <laughs> you know why he had the Secret Service with him? Because if he didn't, honestly, I wouldn't have known it was Jimmy Carter. I would have said, who is this old-ass man from first class trying to shake everybody's hand and where's his hand sanitizer? This dude is disgusting, I hate him. But the girl sitting next to me was so excited to meet Jimmy Carter as he approached. Oh my gosh, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, this never happens in life, what? <laughs> Yeah, a lot of stuff never happens in life, but I just make it good because it's happening for the first time. I never been stabbed before. If I get stabbed for the first time. Whoa, is this happening to me right now? Ah! I never been attacked like this with a sharp weapon piercing my flesh so violently. I never seen so much blood. I never felt such pain. Thank you for this experience. I feel sleepy, I'm fading. Ten out of
1: ten. Hannibal Burris is just a ten. Yes. you know what's great about him what? is he's his cadence he's just funny yeah like he, he, he it's say great anything like he has such original great bits but he can just talk mm-hmm. and it's you're dying laughing mm-hmm. so it's like could you imagine you you had that talent like he could no. just do it an hour a day yeah he just talks just naming fruits ju- cars yeah. Uh, yeah he would ki- are you kidding me <laughs> he should be hosting this podcast all right but i don't know what he's doing i don't know where he i think he lives in- i think he moved back to chicago which is another boss move.
5: Good for he was like, him. I don't have
1: to live in New York or LA anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to live Only where y- I grew up. Hannibal's great. I Hann- love him. You know, it's, you know it's great? And he's talked about this on shows before, but he's such a smart, he's, the business side of him is epic. I remember once he was at the Charlotte Comedy Zone, right? I think it was mm-hmm. Charlotte. And, you know, every comedy club takes a percentage of your merchandise. It's just how it works, right? But it's like, not really how it works. It's like, just because they said so. Right, right, but this guy right. Hannibal had all the shows sold out. So it's like, he's kind of like in charge you know it's like yeah. i'm sold the tickets if you're not selling tickets like they could say do whatever they want but it's like when you're selling tickets it's like mm, i i got the people here because the people are the one that like give you the people give you the power yeah. yes. so he has the power because he's got the people so he said you know what i don't want to give i'm not giving percentage away from my fucking merchandise i don't want to do that so they, the club was like well you have to do that that's our policy he was like okay and then at the last show or i th- yeah i think it was the last show he said, listen, he had made a deal already like with the pizzeria down the street. He's like, I'm selling my merchandise at <gasps> Pete's Pizza three doors down. So, uh, oh you know, and then God. he just didn't give them a percentage. I was like, good for fucking Whoa. you, Hannibal. Good for you. Yes. These greedy club owners. It's like, you have already made them. You already, you know, they're already making $150,000 on the weekend because yeah. you sold all the tickets. Oh my God. But so it's like, yeah, so Hannibal, he's always been like a... A step ahead like that. Wow, he's icon, like Ab- I- I- absolute icon, and he just pops up, yeah. Hannibal. He's that guy. Yeah, like you know, like he just you haven't seen him in a while, and then you just look over and he's just next to you, <laughs> and he's been next to you for weeks. It's
2: just <laughs> next to you, <laughs> watching, waiting. Great guy. Um I those okay. I cho- all those clips have a theme to them. What's the theme? Well, can you guess it? Okay, think back to the the oh, four They're books. all
1: funny. Um, excellent point.
2: Okay, so the Joe funny. Firestone you dumped. What's Kumail the theme? Kumail who's crying. Uh-huh. Hannibal, shit on a plane.
1: Oh, I know the theme, no white men.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> excellent observation. No, That's I'm not kid. the theme.
1: That's not the theme? That um, is the
2: goal, though.
1: Okay, Baron discusses waking up. Okay, there's Gat. Joe Can't Get, Joe's First Boyfriend, okay. Camille, oh, first. First. It's the first. Yeah. Because
2: it's the first podcast. It's the first episode. Woo. Chrissy wow. George Washington. Yes. The first <laughs> yeah. president.
1: Fucking great. Krista
2: Stefano. Th-
1: that was cute. That was a cute little thing you did, Nicole. Thank I think you. this is going to be an overall, it's going to be a funny podcast, it's going to be great, but it's going to be cute. And, and, and first, I won't first, do anything mostly. that's not 100% cute. I've just chosen to make that determination in my life. If it's okay. not cute, I'm not doing it.
2: I am there with you. And this is the v- cute. The cutest podcast.
1: Seriously. And we just, I mean, the stand-up is good clips too, by the way. Thank good you. stand-up and a nice you. build.
2: Hey, it's you know, all them. You
1: Hannibal, home run hitter. Yes. Are you doing spots tonight? Yes. Okay. Yes. Don't lie to me.
2: N- all yes. right fine do them yes. the first
1: stand-up <laughs> spot i ever i did that open mic it was the maui taco where's that it used to be next to the uh it was like by the empire state building it was like a um Whoa. they served tacos upstairs and did open mics down downstairs best of both worlds best of both worlds it was great
2: that's yeah. what creek in the cave does now but it's yeah tacos upstairs right comedy also up, yeah true wow they stole it from maui taco <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> i'm
1: suing you creek in the cave that's another place i i did that was maybe that was my, no that was my first real show. Creek mm. in the cave. My first open mic. Okay. was Maui Taco. Great. That's what it was. The okay. four, like because I did a the graduation show, but then I did like an actual show show. Sure. At sure. the Creek in the Cave. I Another love great that. place for comedy. Yeah. Do you go there?
2: The Creek in the Cave. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Fine. I like it. I like it too. It's.
1: I like it more than you.
2: Uh, Okay.
1: I love it. Um,
2: Well, it's been an excellent podcast. Oh, we're done?
1: You don't want to go? We can. uh, All right, fine. No, we got to end it. You want to keep talking? No. You know what? No, actually, I don't. Because here's here's another thing I (laughs) Here's another thing I want to do about this podcast. Yes. Is I just feel like, listen, we know what year it is. Twenty nineteen. People don't want to listen to shit for three. I mean, people want to be on their phones. The attention span is low. Let's give them a nice thirty to fifty minutes. Let's forty minutes. and just bang it out. Yes. You know? I mean, what kind of egomaniacs are we here that we got to be on for three no, hours? No, we're
2: humble. Come on. Humble. Gotta be, you know, even,
1: even live stand-up now. It's like, let's yeah. just do the hour. I don't, What are, you know, the openers and this and that with two-hour show. No. Just get the headliner out there, do an hour, and then we will go home. It's easy. We go, you know? Perfect. That's what I want to do.
2: That's what we're going to do here. Nicole. On stand-up with Chris DiStefano. We're
1: taking this fucking podcast live, too. Okay. About, Yeah. Once we get to fifty episodes, we're going live.
2: Absolutely, we're
1: doing this podcast from live from Clusterfest.
2: I can't wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that's another Hannibal move I just did. He would just tweet things and then that weren't true, and then they they would have to do oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, was just he did great. do that. So it's another. T- Hannibal tip. Tip. Hannibal tip. Hannibal tip. New you segment. Want, if, new segment. When you have the power, like because he had so many followers, he's like, I just got a show. Was it actually Comedy Central? Did he do that? Yeah, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> he said that he, my show got picked up, but they didn't make that choice, and then they had to pick up the show. Oh. I mean, it got canceled immediately, but still, it was cool, <laughs> you know. But still, it's like the fact that he did is just go Hannibal. We're Team Hannibal. Good name too. Yeah. By the way, great names of the clips. I mean, Baron. You never hear the word Baron. You never hear the name Baron. Uh-huh. So that's like Joe yes. with Noe and Eliz. Joe, fucking never happens. Uh huh. Kumail? Are you kidding me? I mean that—that's just his name. And then Hannibal, just great names. Thank that's you. That's what I thought the the theme was. Cool names. Cool names. Not bullshit. We could do Chris that next and week. Boo. Gross. Yeah, we get it. Your fucking stupid American names. No, these are like you know these people. These their parents put some flavor. I'm calling your parents on the next you podcast call them. i'm yeah. gonna talk to them Be like how is she so grounded <laughs> <laughs> all right
2: uh final final thoughts final closure
1: <sighs> final closure what do i have you to just close be
2: stay cute you know yeah
1: stay cute or what am i gonna do i'm hungry okay what do you want to eat
2: tacos since you mentioned it oh cool tacos
1: yeah all right Let's well go. no i gotta no i fucking i'm so annoying i wish i could stay and eat but i gotta go bring back my dumb tux that I rented from Giannis's stupid mm, wedding. Okay. God. It's so annoying. Next the week process. Get tacos. it's a lot. Let's talk next episode we'll talk Thursday. It's, it's so hard being a part of a bridal party. It's a job. Yes. You're an employee of the wife for forty eight hours. You just whatever she wants to do. It's like she's like, let's have a wedding, mm-hmm. let's have a s let's have a reception at two o'clock in the morning, then you have to get up and have breakfast with me at eight thirty. It's like okay, <laughs> fine.
2: We'll made, get we'll get into it next
6: week.
1: All right, next week. Okay. Great. Bye, Bye, And Bye.
6: When I first got married, all my friends were like, oh my God, can I see your ring? Where's that bling? Let me see that diamond. And I don't understand why other ladies get a lady boner for someone else's jewelry. Like, I don't get it. And I'm like anti-diamond. I have a very simple wedding band. I don't know if you can see that. Because I'm so anti-diamond. I saw this documentary of these kids in Africa who every day had to walk up a mountain and get this, just kidding, he's broke. Oh my God. <laughs> That got really real. <laughs> yeah, guys, you know what they say? White gold is forever. <laughs> no, I love him, no. I love him. He um <laughs> He makes me feel like a Kardashian. Yeah, just special for no reason. I feel like I'm the only person in the world that hasn't seen a picture of her baby. Apparently, the baby looks just like her. And I'm like, how does a baby look like a dumbass hoe? Uh <laughs> oh. My man, he's white. I like him anyways. Um, I could take him places. He wears shoes. <laughs> He doesn't rap. (laughs) He stays in his lane. He's European, so he's like vintage white, okay? He's the real deal. That means, vintage white means nothing. It means he like rides a bike and has foreskin. (laughs) Yes, honey, yes. And stop asking me what you do with foreskin. You peel it back like a banana to have breakfast. Num num num, delicious. Who's not eating the fucking skin on fried chicken? You guys look horrified, but it's my journey, it's my life, it's my dick. My man is like 500% Dutch. He is so Dutch. Like, I am fucking up that family tree. Uh, A.K.A. making it better. (laughs) Come on, brown titties and freckles, win-win. Thank you. And um, my mother-in-law doesn't speak a lot of English, but that's how I like to keep it simple. Like, we could just point at shit. That'd be amazing. But her Dutch accent is so heavy, I don't know what the fuck she's saying half the time. Like, it's so hard to understand. I was just there for Christmas and I took a shower in her bathroom. And when I came out, what she had asked me was, Michelle, can you please clean up the water you spilled on the floor? But her Dutch accent is so heavy, what I heard was, I can't believe my son married a black woman. So so heavy, that accent. (laughs) And I think my man is spending too much time with me in America because his English is starting to sound like mine. Like when I called him up one time, he goes, hey girl, hey. Is your day off leak?" I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? I married a white European guy that sounds like a gay black man. I have been touched by an angel.